Hey, Gerard, thanks for taking the time today. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? You know what? My allergies are bothering me a little bit. I don't know why. It's like the pollen's been crazy. I hear you. I hear other you. than that, it's been pretty good. Uh, so I wanted to ask you about one of your new guys, Matt Judon, and just kind of your impressions of him. And where do you see him fitting into the, the scheme uh, in, in the linebacker core? Yeah, you know, honestly, you know, we always talk about versatility. I don't, I don't want to sound repetitive when I say that, but our linebackers, they play all over the place. They play outside, they play inside. I will say this, uh, you know, Judon's a hard worker. Uh, he's a smart guy. So we'll, we'll just have to see, you know, it's kind of hard right now, especially when you're just really talking a lot about fundamentals and some of the early installation things that really get a good eval on these guys. Uh, come training camp, we'll get a better picture of uh, what to expect this season. Thanks, Judon. Thanks. Uh, next question, uh, Nick O'Malley, followed by Phil Perry. Hi, Gerard. Uh, we were just talking to Steve about um, how uh, he was excited about how uh, Matt Patricia being back in the building, being back with the uh, with the team. Does he have? Oh wait, am I muted? Or is... no, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, mute. great. Yeah, I had a weird thing coming up. Uh, yeah. Um, does he have any day to day impact on um, working with the defense uh, with you guys on the whole uh, in a similar role to last time, or is it a new role? Uh, you know, honestly, that's more. That's probably more of a question for coach. Um, I will say this: like having Matty P back in the building, you know, having a football mind like that in the building is always beneficial. Uh, whether you're talking about you know, personnel, or you're talking about scheme, X's and O's, any of that stuff. Anytime you get a guy of that caliber back in the building, it's great. And I will say this on the side note, you know, Matty P and I have a great relationship. You know, he was my coach uh, early in my career, right? So it's good to have him back around here, still learning from him just like I did as a rookie. Um, he's, he's a very smart guy. Great. Thank you. Next thank question, you. Phil Perry, followed by Mike Jerry. Hey, Gerard, hopefully uh, you can find some clarity in somewhere in the building today. <laughs> There's some clarity somewhere around here. What's going on? Yeah, something, all the stuff you guys have over there. My God. Uh, I want to ask you just about this time of year. Have heard from you in the past. This is an important time of year. You know, you, you, you get to lay the foundation. Is it odd going into this time of year and maybe not having everybody available, knowing that it is obviously voluntary? But you, you're in a rare position as a coach where you've been on the player side of it, too. So how do you look at it um, on the side you're on now, understanding that there aren't going to be some guys that are around for this time? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a great question, Phil. I appreciate it. You know, from a coach's perspective, uh, you know, we're going to coach the guys that are here. Um, anyone that's here, like I'm willing to coach. I always talk about coaching the coachable and all the guys that are here that are present each and every day. Um, these guys want to be coached and they're and they're um, they're hungry to get out there on the field. I will say this. It's better this year than it was last year. You know, last year was very tough where you really couldn't get to the fundamentals. You really couldn't start at square one. Right. And build a solid foundation that's going to carry you throughout the season. And so uh, just being back on the field with the guys has been been definitely good for not only for them, but also for the coaches and uh, just being able to lay that foundation. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Phil. Next question, Mike Giardi, followed by Andrew Callahan. Mr. Mayo, how are you, sir? Mike Giardi. What What's is going on? <laughs> Nothing. Hey, I wanted to ask you, um, I guess sort of along the same lines that Phil just did, just about the, the level of interaction you've had with, with Dante Hightower. Obviously, didn't play last year, opting out, and I believe he's been participating, participating virtually but I don't know if you've seen him in person, just sort of where he stands and, and his level of involvement. 
Yeah, I'll say this. You know, Hightower is a true professional. Uh, obviously, opting out last year. Hopefully, we get the same Hightower we got in 2019. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, I will say this about Hightower. I'm not worried about Hightower mentally. You know, he's one of the smartest players that I've been around and, you know, had the pleasure to coach. Uh, he knows all the X's and O's. He'll probably be a coach one day, honestly. Like, this guy, is, he's very smart. Um, the one thing you got to be concerned about with a guy like that, you know, you're coming off a year of not playing football. And so, you know, training camp and this period right now, like these are times right now where you really want to see him get back into football shape. Right. And then in the summertime, when we get back, get back into that football shape. But I'm excited to get him back in the building. Um, he's always he's always a pleasure to have in the room. And honestly, when you look across just our defense and all the new guys that we have, like just having his presence, having Devin McCourty's presence, like that stuff is definitely going to trickle down to the rest of the group. Not only talking about trickling down to the rookies, I'm talking about trickling down to the new players, right? The new free agents, uh, the big name free agents that you call like coming to this organization just to really figure out how we handle business here. So it's always good to, uh, to get them back. How much did you feel his absence last year? Uh, you know, I'll be honest, it, it was huge. It was huge. You know, anytime you have a guy, it was kind of like, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but it's like the times that, you know, that I wasn't hurt, I was kind of a coach on the field. Right. And so like having a guy like Hightower, you know, at the end of the day, like you can call the play, but as soon as you cross the white lines, like those guys are in charge. And then anytime you have a guy as smart as Hightower, who's able to cross the white line and you feel comfortable, like this guy's going to make the right decision nine times out of 10. I mean, that's a very comforting feeling. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we didn't have that at times last year, but just getting it on a down after down after down basis is uh, something we look forward to having this year. All right, get that cleared and be well. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. And three final questions. We'll start with Andrew Callahan, followed by Alex Barth. Hey, Gerard, it's good to see you, man. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, Josh Uche and Anthony Jennings. And I know, I mean, we talked at length that OTAs is about techniques and fundamentals, and it's a limited window for evaluation. But can you tell, especially as a former player, for guys making that second-year leap, that they're different in any way already? Or do you really have to wait so far from what you've seen to make any sort of assessment about, you know, some progress that might have made, you know, and, and obviously a pivotal offseason for them? Yeah, I think you I think you have to wait. I think you have to wait until training camp. I will say this. These guys know what to expect and knowing what to expect. These guys are coming in. Um, you know, their, their mentality is a little different, right? They're not on edge about everything. They know where to be. They know how to take care of their bodies. They know how to be a professional. And so now you can really start to focus on getting better as an athlete, you know, which is the weight room and also getting better as a football player, which is on the football field. And so, you know, I look forward to seeing these guys and, you know, in training camp when we get a better evaluation on these guys, but it's kind of tough right now out there and, you know, in shirts and shorts and all that stuff. That's not football. Yeah. One thing they've said to us is that they've really enjoyed just connecting with some of the older guys for obvious reasons. They couldn't do that last year. You know, have you noticed them either talking with Kyle or, or Dante, whoever's in the building, any sort of veterans that they've been able to get to know better this year just because you guys are in the building altogether more often? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Those guys are definitely sponges. And I, I've, you know, I try to reiterate that with those guys, like be a sponge, learn as much as you can from the guys that are here, right? Like every year, the roster is different. Anytime you get special players or true professionals, uh, you want to kind of take away all of the good things that those guys are willing to share. Thank you. Thanks. And we're actually just going to finish with a final question from Alex Barth. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, Gerard. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Alex, how are you? I am good. Uh, I want to ask you about Therese Hall. Uh, 
entering his third year, but didn't play at all in his first year. How much did him just being able to get on the field and, and having that experience, how have you noticed that impact his game as he gets ready for year three now? Oh, sorry. Say that one more time, Alex. I missed the last um, time. Sorry. Uh, just Therese Hall, now that he has some some game experience under his belt and getting to play for the back half of last year, how, how does that help a player? Just, you know, he'd been through the system and, and he'd been in training camp with you guys for a year, but he actually got to play in some NFL games. And how does that help him now moving forward as he continues to develop? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's huge. I think it's huge. And that was one of the benefits of not having a guy like Hightower is that other people were forced to play a lot of football. And now just being able to build off that into this offseason and, you know, in training camp and through the regular season, like you don't want to see that guy now that, you know, Hightower is back and Kyle's back. You don't want to see guys like that take a step back. So it's my job as a coach to continue to push this guy, continue to, you know, help this guy progress as a player and really build off what he what he did last year. He definitely got better as the season continued to go on. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, John. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care.